All right, hi everybody, this is Chuck Seip. I'm here with a bunch of my friends and colleagues so we can talk about the very exciting educational topic of DOK. Um, so with me today are Dr. Christopher Zegar, Miss Alyssa Bellardino, and Mr. Eric Francis. So Eric and I previously had a conversation about our beginning of our relationship with Roxbury School District and Eric Francis regarding questioning, but it's evolved into so much more. And what we've been currently working on, which I've invited some folks here to talk about with us today, is using depth of knowledge to really support teachers in their understanding of learning targets by dissecting standards and using those standards to really develop tasks and identify what we're really trying to measure. So I'm not really going to do a lot of talking here. I'm going to invite my friends to introduce themselves and to talk about some of the work they've been doing and how it impacts student learning and student assessment, um, because quite frankly, this is where some of the most valuable work that doesn't get seen by the public occurs, right? How do we really evaluate what we need to do with students from a learning standpoint to meet standards? How do we understand what those standards say? And then how do we measure student progress meaningfully towards the acquisition of that so they can then transfer that knowledge and experience meaningfully into their life and into their future? So why don't we go around the room, introduce yourselves, and then I'm going to invite um, Eric and Alyssa to start because they actually just did some work on this uh, recently. So let's introduce ourselves first. Oh, thank you for having me on for today. Uh, yes, I'm Dr. Christopher Zegar. I'm the assistant principal here in Lincoln Roosevelt. I've been in the district for a while. Um, I'm really excited about how we can frame out and be able to have a conversation about something like depth of knowledge, because I think um, there's a general misconception when it comes to you know how students learn, where there's a scale where it's like easy, hard, and you try to slide up that scale. When in reality, we think about assessment, we think about learning, we want to think about like what are we trying to assess and like the, the different types of modes of understanding. And that I think is, is what's really exciting about being able to conceptualize real learning this way, because it opens up the door to not think about it as a sliding scale of like how, how much harder something can be. I am Alyssa Bellardino, the pre-K to six humanities supervisor. And I am very eager to share the work that we've been doing at the elementary level. And as Dr. Zegar had mentioned, this is really deep work for the teachers to um, really ensure that we are supporting all learners and giving them the tools to be successful. And that comes in with our teachers and our planning and our practices to ensure that our instruction is readily available and um, really scaffolded for all students. And I'm Eric Francis. I'm the author of the book, Deconstructing Depth of Knowledge, a Method and Model for Deeper Teaching and Learning. And that's what I've been working on here with the district uh, for the last couple of years, how we can use what's called DOK, which stands for Depth of Knowledge, as a method and model for deeper teaching and learning. Um, traditionally, teaching has focused on two things, cognition and content. A more common way to describe that is skills and stuff. We're teaching kids to think, and we're teaching kids about text topics and techniques. Well, the uh, demands for what's happening in education now wants the kids to go even deeper and further. It's not just about whether they can think. It's not just whether about they understand a text topic or technique. It's about what exactly must the kids learn and how deeply must kids understand and use their learning. That's set by the standards. The standards are what defines what it means to be proficient or successful in this grade level at this subject area. And depth of knowledge helps teachers and students and parents understand what are the expectations, what are the goals, and most importantly, how we can get to, through, and beyond those goals and expectations. 
So I guess the place to start is to really recognize that we need to understand what the standards are, right? So how do we shift from helping students get at and beyond those standards if we just teach stuff? Right. So how do we make the teaching and learning directed to the acquisition and progress towards and beyond standards? What what's that look like to begin with? And I know you guys just recently did some work with some teachers at the elementary level on that exact thing. So you want to tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So um, just recently, we were able to meet as an elementary team of teachers to really dig into those standards. And when I say those standards, it means looking at the New Jersey student learning standards by grade level and by subject in particular. And teachers were able to really look at that standard and identify what is that standard asking students to truly do. Part of that is looking at the standard and identifying what the, the verbs are in that and really saying, are they asking students to determine? Are they asking students to recall information? Um, what kind of concepts are we supposed to get from that standard? And I think that that was really deep work because the teachers needed to break them down in particular. And we actually sat there with highlighters and we broke down the standards. Where was that stuff? Mm -hmm. And where's that core language that we really need to take a look at to ensure that we are finding the objectives and the skills that we want students to be able to achieve by looking at it. Right. Traditionally, what we've looked at with teaching is two things. We've looked at, again, the skill and the stuff. And if you think about the evolution of teaching and how teaching and learning has changed, if you grew up in the 80s, your teachers taught you stuff. They didn't teach you to determine the theme of a the story. They told you what it was. And when you had that assessment question, what's the theme of the story? You better remember what your teacher taught you. What happened was, was that in the 90s, when computers came out, now is about teaching thinking. So now we as educators, and if you remember our teacher training, it was always about what's your verb. Don't just teach knowledge and comprehension. Make sure that the kids have application, analysis, synthesis. By the way, that's what it means when we create. And evaluation. No Child Left Behind, which a lot of us also are a generation of, it talked about assessing whether you can think about the stuff. Do you have the skills to use the stuff? Now, what we're looking at is what exactly and how deeply must students understand and use this stuff? It looks more at the response. How are students comprehending, communicating what they're learning? And with DOK, there's four ways to comprehend and communicate your depth of knowledge. At a level one, all you're doing is answering correctly. At a level two, you're explaining how you got the answer. At a level three, you're justifying why that answer is correct or incorrect. And at level four, you're extending how you could use that answer in different contexts in different ways. So truly, it simplifies the whole process. And what we did yesterday was a process called deconstructing standards, where what we do is we circle the verb, we underline the noun. The verb tells us what they have to think, and the noun tells us what we have to teach. But then we took a highlighter after the first verb, and everything that was highlighted, that's what determined the depth and extent students must understand and use their knowledge and thinking or learning. So once we've become comfortable with deconstructing that standard and, and developing tasks, I'm interested, Chris, you've done a lot of work on assessment. How do you think that helps set us up as a school district and as a collection of educators who care deeply about the future progress of our students towards supporting meaningful assessment in the classroom where students can actually do something with what we've taught them. 
Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of different types of, of ways you can build off of the understanding of the standards to be able to create a better assessment. So in, you know, in the past, we looked at specific types of single ways of assessing students. And I think the problem that we end up with that is, what are you really assessing? So are you assessing the standard or are you assessing the means to which they're trying to demonstrate their understanding of a, of a standard? Which means like, if you're asking somebody to explain to you the or synthesize a story, but you're making them only write it in an essay, um, you know, are you really assessing a student's ability to be able to, you know, write grammatically or something, you know, and not necessarily their thoughts. So what's really nice about kind of thinking about assessment and how you assess is you can break down what are you trying to assess, and then you can empower students in a way that demonstrates their understanding of a standard in different ways. Does that mean writing's not important anymore? No, of course not. But when we're trying to assess whether or not a student can think, this, the writing shouldn't necessarily just be the, a hurdle to demonstrate whether or not a student can do this. So we, we've tried to kind of build on this um, in different ways, um, whether that be reimagining how final exams could work. Um, at the high school, we tried to do an elongate uh, final exam where it became basically a, a celebration of, over a course of time of being able to demonstrate the different skills in, in isolation to not only demonstrate your knowledge of something, but also like... How do you converse about it? What, where do you feel like you're still lacking? How do we understand growth? Or empowering students to be able to demonstrate through a senior option of, of some sort to be able to create a project and wrap that into specific types of standards they're growing in, as well as specific types of values that we want to really be able to hone. Because I want to I want to piggyback off of something that that Eric said earlier, which is like you know when we think about. Uh, what we want students to learn and how we want to be able to demonstrate that learning. You know, in the 1980s and, and even into the 1990s, when you're, you know, you taught stuff and you had, to you had to recall it, well, recollection is one specific skill with an enormous amount of content, right? Content's really important, but, you know, now we have this great opportunity where we're able to have content at our fingertips in some ways where we can, we can really hone in on all the different ways that we can play with that content to be able to demonstrate our understanding of the world. And that doesn't mean that any of those ways that we play around with that content is necessarily better than another, but they definitely apply better to certain situations than other way and other types of skills. And that's what we want to teach our kids. So Alyssa, since you guys just did this work, yes, you know, recently, yesterday, the day before, how does that translate at the elementary level, right? Some of the things Chris just discussed are really interesting ways that we can engage secondary students, right? They have a bit more uh, individualized capacity to do creative things outside of the box because they can uh, have that autonomy, right? Our youngest learners can. We just don't often allow it um, because we want to make sure they're well-supervised and well-supported, right, in a way that a secondary student might always might not always need. So what were some of the ideas that were brought about by some of the teachers that worked with Eric about how they can use their understanding of the deconstruction of standards connected to the levels of depth of knowledge where they can do really cool things with their kids? Do you have any of those, so, some of those ideas that were kicked around that could really be shared here? Absolutely. So I think one thing that the teachers were very excited about is to be able to feel confident and empowered to use this language with the students. I think that was one of the most powerful things that came out of yesterday's session was to look at that standard and how we deconstruct it and breaking apart the objectives and putting it in friendly language for students, but also using that vocabulary that is in the standard 
to um, also encourage students to use that language with one another. And when we think about where our standards come into play with assessment, I think we bring up a good um, concept of student choice and students be able, um, being able to show their mastery of standards through multiple means. Um, whether it is through showing off their writing, putting on a presentation, having a conversation with a peer, I think exposing them to all those different types will allow students to also feel empowered to share their knowledge and their work with one another. Yeah, the big thing is is that we really need to understand what 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 must students learn and why, and that's actually what I've been asking a lot of teachers with doing this work. What must students learn and why? And that's changed over centuries. I mean, once upon a time, it was just enough to read, write, and do the math, the core three R's. But, and the reason why we actually did that was different, was there was a different purpose for it. But over time now it's evolved. A lot of us are used to learning stuff. And we may question, why does my kid have to learn this? Well, it's because society demands our kids not just to know stuff, and answers come free. I can find that on my phone. I mean, we don't live in a time where you have to memorize the name of all the presidents in chronological order. You can Google it. But we are living in a time where we have to think about different kinds of connections, different kinds of ways to transfer, use, and share what we've learned to create critical and creative thinkers. Those are the people who are really going to be not only successful, but also happy in life. That basically, it's not just about knowing your stuff. It's about being able to understand and use your stuff in innovative, insightful, and in their own unique way. And that's what we're trying to teach the teachers. Standards are not something just to be tested. It's something that says, this is what it means to demonstrate proficiency. The goals of teachers are to get the kids to, through, and beyond the standards. And that's what your teachers do here very, very well. So what I think really, you know, can pull all this together in, in this conversation is just, you know, two different things and two different types of skills that that we're working on within the district. And and one is understanding the what we call like transfer goals or transfer skills that can tie every single unit all the way up, right? Helps a kid understand, hey, why am I here? Why am I in this English class? How does this connect to last year's English class, right? And the other thing here is like, what are the different types of values and skills that help us navigate the world, which in this district, holistically, we deal with our portrait of a graduate. You know, and I, to come back around this is, and what makes these things kind of really interesting and, and engaging is that when we start to pull apart and start thinking about the skills and the standards, it really opens up an opportunity for us to allow students to empower their learning and to be able to develop themselves as students um, and as citizens. Um, and as kind of, you know, I, I hate the term, but I think it applies here, which is kind of like your lifelong learner kind of kind of aspect, the ability to be able to meet the challenges as they see them. All right. Well, that brings us to the end for this session. I think uh, the work with depth of knowledge has only just begun. Uh, our partnership with Eric is really going quite well. I think our teachers and supervisors in particular have learned a ton from working with him, and I'm really excited to see where it goes next. But I really like the way um, Chris and Alyssa brought that back to what we're doing in the classroom, particularly as it pertains to our transfer goals, connecting our curriculum. We learn math at all levels and science and social studies and language arts, as well as other skills. How does that connect from grade level to grade level? And more importantly, how does that directly relate to our portrait of a graduate, which is this collection of ideas that we think are the most critical skills that our graduates need to accumulate by the time uh, they leave our high school 
And certainly that is predicated on the learning experiences they have, but how do they then take that information into their life, into their adult life and make their local community and their larger community better than it was when they found it. So uh, certainly we have much more on all of those things in future sessions, but uh, today I'm really excited that we got a chance to talk about depth of knowledge with Eric Francis. So thanks, Eric, Alyssa, Chris. Uh, we really appreciate the work you guys are doing here in our district to make the learning experience for our students the best it possibly can be. But there's lots of work to do. We're not done yet, but we're certainly on the right path. Thanks a lot, everybody.